a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of tramp sitting down by the street, but leads him to the corpus bail. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinker uh, Yeah, this is another glorious hour at the outdoor zone it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch but we call it home every sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m right here live you can catch us 24 7 365 and all your favorite podcast outlets where we have thousands and thousands of hours of our most sought after beautiful voices <laughs> talking hunting fishing and Sometimes uh, beef, ske- beef steaks, uh, you know, adventures. Um, mm. TJ rambles on about his <laughs> random adventures. <laughs> if only you could see what we're doing over here now at the old folks' home. <laughs> and uh, we, we're supposed to keep it outdoor related. So we, we, we try and stick along those lines. Um, but to get... To get outdoors, nothing better than that uh, that Jeep that you always wanted. The most awarded lineup of Jeeps and quality, durability, performance that make Jeep the number one brand in America can be yours at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter during Nile Maxwell Supercenter Jeep Adventure Days. The inventory keeps rolling in and the savings keep adding up. Wrangler, Gladiator, Compass, Renegade, Cherokee, even the all-new Grand Cherokee in both two- and three-row sitting are all waiting for you at your Jeep Adventure Day headquarters, now Maxwell Supercenter, with new Jeeps in stock and deliveries of new Jeeps on the way. No dealer in Central Texas sells more Jeeps than the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. That's why we're the number one volume sales leader in Central Texas, and nobody has more Jeeps than us. With a larger inventory, more options than anyone else in town, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 62183 in Austin. See all the savings online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Next week starts deer season in Texas. It is a tradition. Yes, it's archery season first. All but it's a tradition. are off. That's not true. Mm-hmm. That is not true. Kids, do not. All, that schools, is, all no. schools should be off. Well, there's there's definitely room for that discussion. But archery, I wanted to read the Parks and Wildlife sent out a, a kind of a report on what deer season is going to look like. I wanted to first 
read that off. And then I had some comments about it, but archery season for whitetail deer, mule deer, and wild turkey opens October 1st and runs through Friday, November 4th. But you got to refer to your outdoor annual for specific county regulations, bow hunting, specific regulations, type of equipment, all that. Uh, the whitetail deer forecast. They're saying indicates harvest numbers will be good this season, but uh, antler and quality antler quality and body weight average below average due to the dry hot summer that we had. Now that Texas has had some rain, there's an abundance of native forage, so you can expect fewer deer at the feeders, which is pretty standard hunting operation for myself. Uh, <laughs> It's very, you know, it's interesting. Last year I killed more deer, you know, with, uh, I killed two whitetail, uh, bucks, coal bucks that needed to go at my father-in-law's ranch and an axis deer. Not one of them did I harvest under the actual deer feeder. They were all either crossing or near the water watering hole. So they, uh, but, but if the acorns are good. They just stick around. They the big say oak that, trees. but when, when in Texas, have you seen a deer just, you know, the buck that you've been chasing sitting under the oak tree, eating the acorns? Uh, <laughs> hello. Under the old oak tree. Uh, I've seen them. And even in our neighborhood, that's what they do, man. Well, in neighborhoods, they do that, of course, because there's no deer feeders. But I got big oaks all around my spot and I'll see them over there in the, in the heavy oak tree brush. And they're just reach up and out. do the smackdown on them. Why don't you clear under the oak trees the underbrush so you can see them and harvest them? Well, that would um, that that would have to be planned ahead of time. And oh, not a week before deer season. Correct. Like, correct. Ahead of time? If I've Good. learned one thing, correct. and that is, if you don't do it in the right amount of time, don't do it at all. Just wait until you can, because you don't want to change too many things too quick. Right. So I think you change it. You know, the guys we joke about opening season, we see it every year. We go to the hill country or my in-laws place or, you know, whatever to hunt deer opening season. It's like a ritual. If I don't have a bass tournament this yeah. year, I got like bass tournaments all over, but we go and opening season, opening weekend, we go and there's always trailers with deer stands and feeders and bags of corn on opening weekend yeah. showing up. And I'm like, those are the guys, and it drives me crazy because you know those are the guys. They'll set their stand up. They'll set their feeder up the night before season opens. <laughs> and a, you know, freaky 12-point will walk out, and they'll be like, man, pow. And they're and the guys that are back eating breakfast opening day morning after having set up their deer setup the night before i just know that's how you it know what? guys guys up north other people they like they hate that because texas just has so many deer in some places but i did i do want to make sure i mention maybe we can talk about it next week i don't know but i'm just coming off of three days elk hunting in texas texas elk hunting it's a little Texas bit different. Elk. Well, yeah. we were, it was different, but they were out, they were bugling. Uh, I was with a young guy that was uh, actually calling them in to us. We had one yesterday in at 30 yards. Just, he just didn't come in on the other side of the brush line. Uh, 
out of four of us that were hunting, three three took elk, and I had a chance, but I just didn't think it was the right elk twice. And uh, but walk uh, hiked six miles in the in the mountains yesterday, uh, Texas mountains, and uh, they're not Colorado mountains, but uh, man, Hill country. It was it was an incredible incredible. I, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Um, it was it was wonderful. But anyway, kudos to that. I didn't kill my elk. I'll go out again. And I, I'm hunting Texas elk this year. And you know, people make fun of us sometimes when we're in Texas because we set up our deer feeders and we shoot deer under deer feeders. But and I, I guess there's a whole bunch of reasons you can argue that maybe you know you should spend more time doing what you know practicing or hiking or scouting or whatever and um we just in texas i mean there's some of that but we do what we do and we got plenty of deer and doesn't hurt my feelings one bit to drink a cup of coffee in a deer stand and shoot a deer with the rifle or sit in a bow stand uh, i do both or chase elk in the mountains in texas or hunt hogs uh, you know what i'm just I'm just a hunter and I just do it the way that I was taught to do it. I've hunted elk in Colorado. I, I'll do it. I mean, I'm, I was in Mexico bird hunting a month ago. I, none of that. I, I just enjoy all aspects of it. And, uh, and I love the challenge of a Colorado elk hunt as much as anybody. Um, but I don't always get a chance to take 10 days to go pre-scout and then you know, 10 days to, to hunt first season or whatever. I don't, I don't always get those chances. So sometimes I shoot two or three whitetail in Texas under the feeder and, and I put that meat in my freezer, go over to my son's father-in-law's and grind it up, make hamburger. And so anyway, so, that's my little Texas rant. I'm, I'm ready to kill some stuff. I'm, you know, yesterday I was talking to the new guy, and he asked me that question. You know, why is everybody setting up their feeders? Why, why don't we just like openly stalk and walk around? And I'm like, you know, on this place with six other or eight other people, uh, it'd be chaos to walk around and not know where everybody is at the same time, coming and going, shooting lanes, all that stuff. That'd be like hunting on public land, man. Yeah, well, there's a lot. You got to be extra, extra, extra careful. Well, and I and I always say that one of the reasons why in Texas that the we use feeders is because we have so many deer, and we we get to you know collectively gather them together a little easier to find out which ones need to be harvested to keep the healthy the healthy ones going. And uh, anyway, it, whatever we're doing, it's working because Come we still on. have. It's a target-rich environment oh, here yeah. in Texas. God bless Texas. <laughs> and speaking of being a target-rich environment, McBride's Guns, with the way society's pounding on our Wrightstone guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops and the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. That's McBride's Guns. They're Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer, meaning they have a gunsmith right there on site to tighten beefsteak scopes and everything you need. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 512-472-3532. 
or check them out online, McBridesGuns.com. They can get you anything and everything ammo gun related that you need. McBride's Guns. Yeah, they're our hometown gun shop. Hey, right. one, one thing uh, I'm fixing to cut out. I got to go speak at a church at the at, for three different services this morning. But I just want to encourage guys, hey, uh, if you if you haven't, find a good Bible-based church in your community. And if you want one of us to come speak at your church, give us a call because we'd love to come do that. I was speaking at the church, Life Austin Church last week, and Calvary Baptist this week. And we'd love to come talk to your church about Kids Outdoor Zone and uh, hunting and fishing and all that stuff. Anyway, adios. 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 Peter Report up next. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is T Roy Broussard listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck White Trash. Hi, welcome back. Old T-Roy's out there alligator hunting, but seen his post, he's been catching them Texas alligators. The best swamp gator hunter in Texas right there. Damn. I don't know. That sounded good, but, though. It did sound good. Yeah, he's a friend of the Outdoor Zone, a friend of mine, Cody Ryan, sitting in uh, with me this morning, beef steak. I'm your boat. Oh, I shouldn't and say And rad Chad twisting wires. The man, the myth, the drum player. You probably heard him. Drums around. You here. probably heard him during the break, didn't you? Yeah, he was talking a lot. Practicing. Thank you, thank you very much. Hey man, tell me what you got here, oh. beef steak. Well, you know something that um, you'll hear me talk about a lot because, you know, I took my wife's Durango. I I wrench on all my old stuff. But when it comes to my wife's Durango, I choose Sun Automotive because everybody at some points need to have their vehicle repaired and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. So I use our friends at Sun Automotive Service. They're a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, uh, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Repair Service nearest you. Nearest me is 405 West Slaughter Lane in Austin or 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and uh, Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Follow them all week on Facebook for great maintenance tips and even some specials you need to go to sunautoservice.com all right now it's time for this week's peter report they are anti-hunting anti-fishing anti-meat anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage it's time for the outdoor zones peter report because we love animals too they taste great So this isn't <clears throat> this week's Peter report. Excuse me, is not necessarily uh, directly Peter driven, but it's absolutely uh, one of the owners is absolutely a uh, supporter in my mind. Uh, 
And a terrorist, uh, as you say, domestic terrorist. Absolutely. This is probably the most offensive, particularly offensive, gross and downright wrong thing I have seen in a very, very long it time. It just ain't right. It just ain't right. It, it ain't right. I knew this one would fire you up, Beefsteak. I mean, this is like right up your alley. If uh, if anything's gonna throw Beefsteak, you know, off of his off of kilter, it's gonna be this right here. Uh, Bio BQ, Bio BQ. So basically, BBQ, barbecue. <laughs> now you're changing barbecue uh. to Bio BQ. Uh, has been working to bring its brisket to the market, which is made from cultured sales instead of slaughtered animals. Notice how they grow your brisket. That's why it's PETA right there because of their uh, instead of slaughtered animals. Yes, they're slaughtered. That's how you have process. You could have said processed animals. So wh uh, whether it's cultured or whether it's slaughtered, I mean, you're still... Eating it, I, I, I don't. What? Well, keep going. I'll if comment later. If it's not God's will for us to eat their and eat the animals that He has provided and given us freedom to reign over, then why are you trying to make everything taste like it? And why does our body <laughs> crave meat if we're not supposed to be eating meat anyway? Yeah. Uh, brisket, a. Uh, from the animals, I mean, you yes. know, now they're doing cultured sales. This is the last thing. Imagine if these get out. I mean, we saw COVID, right? Yes. They get these sales, these cultured sales get out of a, a lab. That's what's going to happen here. And then all of a sudden it taints our brisket, our real brisket. These cultured sales get into the, into the water somehow. supply and. Uh, Basically, what I'm talking about, brisket, a barbecue staple in Texas, is uh, synopsis with the Lone Star State and the Alamo. Uh, an Austin company recently recognized as the state's most innovative startup wants to elevate its barbecue staple to a new high-tech level. BioBQ is working on technology to bring its lab-created, sale-cultured brisket to the market in 2023. The company made Bloomberg News uh, as one of the top 50 startups to watch in the U.S. Are you kidding? No, 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 no. We need to protest. That's what I'm the thinking. Co the co-founders of BioBQ are uh, uh, Austin native Katie Cam, a vegan oh, with five yeah. college degrees. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, they have to mention the five college yeah. degrees. <sighs> well, I have three technically, right? <laughs> an associates, a bachelor's and a, uh, and that one you minor on the internet and the minor, right? Oh yeah. Can I, can I claim three? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, 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 and her partner is a hardcore carnivore. Who's a professor of biomedical engineering. This kind of meat is uh, genuine animal meat. That's produced by cultivating animal cells in a lab. Yikes. The production method eliminates the need to raise and farm animals for food. Cultivated meat is made from the same cell types 
arranged in a same or similar structure as animal tissues, thus replacing the sensory and nutritional profiles of conventional meat. I don't understand it. Maybe that's because I don't have five college degrees. I think it's like when they, uh, you know, like you talked about with uh, the cultures, you know, even COVID, right? Where they grew cultures and cells and right. So, but, but in my mind, this is how I vision this, right? And I know this isn't correct. This obviously cannot be correct, but you've got people in lab coats, white lab coats that are, um, that are sitting there with little, uh, droppers, you know, the little plastic uh-huh. droppers yep. and they're dropping different combinations of cells into a little clear Petri dish. Right. And then what they're called Petri dish or yeah, something yeah, like that. That's what they are. Yeah. And then they put them under some type of light. And next thing you know, you come in the next morning and there's a brisket on the little Petri dish. <laughs> I think it's, uh, has to do Is with that like how it works? a DNA and cell structure and then multiplying, uh, cells, you know, under a right, but laboratory condition, where, where does the brisket show up? Where does it grow up? Like, does it grow up on one of those Petri dishes? I, I envision it like one of those movies where they're growing humans, you know, like uh, the Matrix and the other stuff where they're in a big vat of bubbling just, blue tonic. And it's just, you go, and you don't go, I guess, the thought of going out to, you know, wh- wh- where do you keep it? I mean, at the store? I mean, do you have one in your house? And you, you grow your own grow your petri own? dish bar- barbecue uh, or, or briskets. And how long would it take? I can't you put imagine. It like, you drop these things on this petri dish and put it in your uh, window seal at the <laughs> at the house. And put some breadcrumbs in there to cause that little mold thing to happen. You know, be perfect. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand how this whole thing works. But maybe I, you have to have the five degrees this lady has to grow a brisket on a petri dish. But that's what they're working on. I think it's going to be one of those things where we talk about where you go against nature and against the natural order, and it creates a problem. Like you have talked about with the carp that they bring in to do one thing. Remember the old movie Jerk, the jerk or whatever, where the guy produces the glasses with the little holding thing and everybody goes cross-eyed? Yeah. That's how I see this turning out. (laughs) Hey. All right, uh, we've got to get off of it. We'll talk about the Armed Citizens Report coming up next. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You're an outdoor guy, and you're looking for a way to give back. Aldo Leopold said, I'm glad I will not be young in a future without wilderness. Hey folks, it's TJ Graney with Kids Outdoor Zone. If you'd like more information on starting a hunting, fishing, and outdoor adventure ministry in your church, or to send a boy to an outdoor adventure camp, just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com. K-O-Z, no kid left inside. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. Hi, welcome back. It is The Outdoor Zone, and I am Cody Ryan, sitting with me this morning, Beefsteak. Oh, yeah. 
DJ is on the trail somewhere. <laughs> he got riding, lost again. Riding the trail. <laughs> Hippies listening. And uh, Rad Chad twisting wires, making things happen on the backside. If you're looking for the perfect trucker SUV and you can't find it, let the professionals at Nile Maxwell's GMC have one built for you. I talk about this because it's a great option, especially in today's market. Just because it's not in stock doesn't mean you have to settle for less. Our team at Nile Maxwell GMC will sit down with you and build the exact vehicle that best suits your needs. Here's how simple it is. Walk in, sit down with one of our professional grade GMC experts and build the exact truck you want and then you'll receive a pre-order discount it's i mean literally that easy go visit our friends uh tom gammon and his uh, team of professional grade experts who will take first class care of you they believe the the delivery of your vehicle is just the beginning of the relationship not the end nile maxwell gmc exit 256 in round rock or check them out nilemaxwellgmc.com See dealer for details because we are professional grade. All right, now it's time for this week's Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. These are the stories you don't hear about. That's right. We get them over and over. And I put a bunch of them in this week's prep because they're just, there's just a there's bunch handfuls. of them. There's handfuls and out there that nobody knows about. 34-year-old pregnant woman and her 33-year-old and a, and a 33-year-old man were engaged in an argument one morning when the man started to choke her in fear for her and her unborn child's life, the woman was able to reach a nearby gun and fired once at the man. The bullet went through both arms. Were, uh, both were taken to the, anim- uh, to the hospital for treatment. The man who already violated an order to cease all communication with the woman a month prior was slated to be arrested upon his release from the hospital. The man had previously pled guilty to a reduced charge of disorderly conduct, a fourth-degree misdemeanor, and was sentenced to 30 days in jail, uh, with all but one day suspended. (laughs) Sheriff's Office investigations have ruled that the shooting that led to the death of an apartment resident at about 6 p.m. one evening was self-defense. No arrest will be made. There had repeatedly been an altercation that led to gunfire. No further details on that one. See, just a just another news story. I mean, a just... resident, yeah, and there's no, you know, diving into what it was all about. A resident in Adair County, Iowa, was on alert when he was awakened to the sounds of glass breaking earlier in June. The resident was asleep in his bed sometime around 4, 4 a.m., when the sound of banging and glass breaking interrupted his sleep, alarmed by the noise, which was quickly realized it was an intruder, uh, the resident reached for a firearm nearby and went to investigate. The resident encountered an alleged intruder trying to make his way into the apartment through a broken window. The response? The resident fired multiple rounds at the would-be burglar, striking him multiple times in the process and subduing him. See, there's even a problem in this report that I have. What? would-be burglar 
right? You have yeah. no idea what his intentions were. You really don't. You're right. But they're coming into your personal domain, and that's where the problem ceases to become a further problem. You really, you have no idea what their intentions were. They assume that he was going to rob them, right? Yeah. That's, that's another issue that I have with uh, the reporting on this. Charleston County Sheriff's Office says a man is recovering in the hospital after being shot while breaking into a home on Saturday. WDs responded to a home in Adams Run at 3.30. Uh, with reports of a home invasion, upon arrival, deputies found a man laying inside the home near the front door. Uh, the suspect shattered the glass window of the front door of the home before climbing into the opening. The homeowner fired a gun in self-defense, hitting the intruder's left arm. The wound was not life-threatening. It's a good I shot. Mean, <laughs> we just rapid fire, no pun intended, through a series of stories that we see time and time and time and time again of those using firearms. It's not the wild, wild west. I mean, remember no. when open carry was <laughs> passed in the state of Texas? Oh, yeah. I remember the And day. the outrage that went through the state on all social media outlets. I'll leave it that right. that's where if, most if you of think it it's happened. bad now. Just wait till this happens. It's going to be everybody shooting everybody. It's the just going to get worse. The wild, wild west. The wild, wild west. Right? And I, I, I venture to say that, uh, number one, I don't see open carry very often. Mm. I think everybody has decided, most people have decided, that it's better to conceal than nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. And that's kind of the, I think everybody's kind of gone back to that, but it is nice. There's a time I, yeah. I open carry it on occasion. Yeah. Uh, yesterday only. I was, I went out, you know, to the, to deer camp and the whole way out and all the way back and wherever we stopped, I was wearing one on the outside holster. Nobody said a word. Nobody was going to, and it's kind of nice not to have to conceal it. If you're doing something well, like and that. That's the problem I have. You know, I'm not a big guy. I mean, I know those who have not met me probably you think, know, you're, think yeah. I'm mm. massive, <laughs> but, uh, no, they, I'm, I'm just not a big guy. And so sometimes, uh, either I have to carry a smaller firearm, you know, to conceal, but in certain situations where it's like shorts and a t-shirt and I'm running to, you know, the Walmart, like, it's just not as easy sometimes to conceal. And so I'll just have an open carry firearm, but I also don't keep it like, I don't have a firearm that's, you know, like it's not real obvious. Mm. I don't think, you know right. what I mean? It's like not purposeful. it's on my, it's right next to my arm. Like my arm by my side is most likely covering it for the majority. You know what I mean? Yeah. And unless you're looking at my waistline, you, you know, it doesn't even, it's it's just not an obvious thing, I guess. I try mm. not to make it an obvious thing, but there's times where it's just more comfortable for me being smaller to just open carry, I guess. Have you ever tried a shoulder holster? 
Yes, uh, I tried that early on. Did it like give right, you a headache or like your? Did it was too much weight on your shoulder? No, I didn't like the shoulder holster I had. Ran right across the um, sensitive part <laughs> of my um, chest area. The part you, you the part you shave. I get no, it. Just, <laughs> no, there's a little round part on your chest that uh, the shoulder holster rubbed up against. Well, I'm going to tell uh, you that I think the whole purpose. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, we don't. We lost like ten people during that conversation. But <laughs> <If> that, <laughs> that's all. It's a win. <laughs> so, but the point here is there's multi. This is rapid fire. Ha ha. Uh, stories of people protecting themselves and their families in their homes. And I think that the prevalency of firearms out there is a deterrent. It could be. The more we talk about it and the more it's in mainstream, people go, I'm not going to break into a house, man. Not in Texas. I, yeah. yeah. I'm going to yeah. get Not in shot. Texas, baby. You don't jump yeah. over fences on ranches, right? Why? Risk versus reward is a lot higher uh, chance of exactly and it's like we talked about people think that it's going to cause a problem but they're actually doing more damage by trying to put a band-aid on the problem than go to the root cause and the yeah, root cause stitches. it's in the constitution for a reason hey keystone bank should be in the constitution because experiencing the value of community banking where local matters come join the bank of choice for austin community members families and entrepreneurs we're keystone bank founded by jeff wilkinson and his team operated right here in austin texas by locals just like you that's where we're invested in our community and its success when you bank keystone the best part you'll enjoy a local relationship-based service that sets us apart you have a banker you can talk to you can call them and talk to somebody right there in the bank if you need to it's so easy and so convenient and so just personable i enjoy that aspect very much to learn more get started with a keystone account visit one of our local locations in person 11 500 b caves road uh, 500 Pressler in downtown Austin or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas, or just go visit their website, keystone.bank, for all of their information. All right, we'll close this thing up on the flip side. Uh, we've got a little uh, deer control method we'll discuss on the flip side. You get it all one place. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is MLS Pro Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's Green Earth. The Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak. All right, welcome back. Brent told you where you're at, what you're doing, listening here, who you're listening to. I'm Cody Ryan and proud to introduce a new sponsor of the show, PartsView.com. PartsView, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. It's an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs. I've used them. 
that's how I figured out who they were and how I was introduced to them was I was looking for a maintenance kit for my boat to do the service myself, but I wanted everything in one place. I didn't want to try and figure out what fuel separator I needed, what oil filter I needed, what all of this. I just needed to somebody to put it in a nice package and send it to me with all of the washers and anything I needed to replace for just regular service. And they have those set up at partsview.com. But not only that, Partsview offers more than 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands, brands like Starbright, Aftco, Turning Point Propellers, T&H Marine. If you don't know who those folks are, they do ev- guaranteed if you own a boat that there's a something from TH Marine on there, on that boat, almost guaranteed. Uh, sea Choice, Sierra, Allflex, and many others. Parts View prides itself on great prices, fast shipping, handy maintenance kits, helpful customer service, and resources to help boaters find exactly the right products for their engines. Go visit our new friends, new new sponsors of the show, PartsView.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. Beef, I wanted to uh, close this out talking about this uh and we've seen it happen across the country in uh, areas across the country where deer populations get out of control i wonder right? why i mean they, we why, see, why do they get out of control well because we move into their area right but then they're not correctly uh taken managed managed right because they right. are babied or they're like zoo animals now right so we move into their areas. We fully understand that this is how this works. We go into the wild, wild areas, the suburbs, the suburban areas of this country, we build subdivisions. And then all of a sudden these deer start coming back around. They weren't, they never left. They were just on the outskirts while the guys were putting the roofs on and building the, the houses mm-hmm. and the swimming pools. And then they come back around and they're like, oh man, look at all this new vegetation that grew up around here. And they start eating, you know, the ladies' plants and uh, sleeping in the backyard. And so the deer move back in. And then there's an overpopulation because you can only live with so many deer in an area before vehicles, you know, I mean, it, it becomes a major issue. And so this happens most recently. The big talk is in Tiga K, South Carolina, <clears throat> excuse me. And they're talking about uh, getting uh, sharpshooters in there. $200 a deer. We've been through this before in Texas. Oh man, dude, 200 bucks a deer. Uh, and they're going to spend, uh, they need to get rid of 400 deer. So it's 80,000 bucks. I might apply for this job. Man, not a bad little gig, huh? Run up to South Carolina, spend a few weeks, and uh, bada boom, bada bang, 80 grand. You know, so. they've tried it all, and that seems to be the best method. Yeah. I mean, they've tried the capture, and then someone... Relocate. The, the, the sterilization. Oh, my Lord, yeah. That doesn't work. Uh, and they're skittish to begin with, man. They don't they don't survive a lot of stress like that of being moved and caught and captured and it just that's the, not the way to do it. It's a uh, I believe unnatural and unhealthy. 
yes. to do it that way, uh, putting a quick end. Well, and to having things. a place to feed feed folks, yeah, you know, and is. Uh, I mean, it's a native, it's a natural source. So, anyway, uh, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on that story as we move along. Hey, beefsteak, what do you got for us this Man, week? Man, yesterday coming back from uh, you know the deer from deer camp, I just thought of this one. And I, I don't know where it came from, but uh, live it, love it, learn it. I'm out of here. Oh, I see what you did there. So for for months, I've taken his little intro back, and uh, so he got me back there. All right, hey, this week's <laughs> Matthew seven. That was pretty funny, actually. I'll give you I give you some credit on that one, beefsteak. <laughs> Matthew 7, 1, 2, uh, don't judge so that you won't be judged. You'll mm. receive the same judgment you give. Whatever you deal out will be dealt out to you. And if that doesn't fit what you just did, oh, I don't know what does. That's pretty man. hilarious. So, uh, man, that was, it's like we planned you. that whole thing, <laughs> but we actually did not. Oh, the good Lord has mysterious ways, does he not? Yes, he does. Us? Thank you for hanging out with us in the bunkhouse. Beefsteak, thank you for hanging out uh, with me this morning. TJ, as he makes his way out. Uh, Rad Chad for Twisting Wires, making this thing happen. Uh, And on behalf of, uh, you know, us here in the bunkhouse, we want to encourage you to get a kid outside, get them into the great outdoors. Check out more how you can do that by going to kidsoutdoorszone.com. If you want to volunteer time or you have a kid that needs to get outside, Check out how the Kids Outdoor Zone is doing it. Check out kidsoutdoorzone.com. Um, all right. Uh, I beef, guess it's I'm, beef steak approved. Beef steak approved. That's yes. right. A huge <laughs> supporter and a doer. One that not only says to do it, but also does it. It's beef steak. All right. On behalf of TJ and all of us here in the bunkhouse, regulators, let's, let's mount, mount up. up. California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can skin a buck and run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive.